"'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. Grandmother's house we go. And ho, ho, ho. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through white and drifting snow. I know that because, like any good sand lapper, we spent a lot of time rehearsing holiday songs in elementary school. Uh, Back in South Kakalaki. My mom used to sing them in the car, but we never sang them in school. Christmas is coming. The goose Merry is Christmas, getting fat. Jason. Merry Christmas, buddy. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. Man, today... Crazy Christmas. Crazy Christmas. Christmas you, carols, Christmas stories, but pudding. not but not the creepy. Did you ever do uh, figgy pudding? I did not I don't not even know do what figgy, figgy pudding. pudding is. I have no idea what figgy pudding is. It, it sounds gross. It does like sound gross. Mo- like most medieval food, though, right? I did put some fig preserves in a bottle that we were flipping the other night for my daughter's science project, but that's another oh, yeah, story I saw altogether. That, yeah. How yeah. did the, oh well, I guess we'll find out if she won today, huh? Yeah, I guess You'll we'll find out. You'll have to update us when we, uh, when we come finish back to season the couch. two. Season one is wrapping today with the holiday season nigh upon us. Yeah, this is uh, one of the last ones, ladies and gentlemen. So, thanks for listening. What are we gonna talk about next season? Man, we'll we've got Taylor Swift. We've got luck. We've got suicide and and resolutions for the brand new year right yeah we'll probably do uh procrastination although we could maybe push that down the road a little bit well first we got this year though so talk about christmas man i love i am a big christmas guy so out of all of your holidays christmas is the one by far by far i mean my favorite like non-holiday holiday holiday has got to be memorial day just to get the party started i love summer but Thanksgiving, fine, whatever. I like Thanksgiving. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. But you know why I like Thanksgiving? Why is that? Because it starts Christmas. Hey, well, let me ask you this, man. Yeah, what's up? Let's do a little uh, a quick fire. What's your favorite Christmas song? Um, Hold on. I don't know if I'm quick on the draw. Uh, you know what I actually is? I got in trouble for saying this mm. when I was running for office, but it's Baby, It's Cold Outside. Oh, yeah. That's a little creepy. A little, oh, come uh, on. It is not. Uh, well, I think he was singing to like a 14-year-old, wasn't he? Well, I don't know. Or at the very I'm, least, I'm he was singing to a woman that. Yeah, I am too. He was singing he to a woman that didn't. To a yeah, but he was singing to a woman that didn't want to freaking uh, stay there. She but she to get her did. That's the go. whole point of the song. She wanted to be there. I don't know about that, man. Oh, I come don't know on. About that. Yeah. All right, so there's one. What do you got? Give me another Oof. fire. Wow. Well, and I was going to do for myself, it'd be um, Frosty the Snowman or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph is especially are, fun because there's oh like tongue God. twisters involved. It's very, very um, nostalgic. Did and you did you do the thing where the you add the lyrics in between? Nah, read I, off the yeah, I've done that. But, yeah. um, but I also love the idea of trying to see if people around me remember all the names because it starts out with Everybody you know, dancer and prancer well, and comet. That's and not how it starts out. So maybe you should go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way most people think it starts out. No, it's Dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen, comet, cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Donner, Blitzen. Yeah, and there, there's always been a debate, right? Is it Donner or Donder? It's ah. actually Donder in the night before Christmas. Ah. Yeah, you might be right. And I think it's Belschnickel in um, the new Netflix series. 
I just learned, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that like the Christmas Chronicles, there's now two of those. I didn't like that. I loved the first one especially, but uh, the second one featured this little, I guess, elf turned bad named Belsnickel. And looking <laughs> at the history of Christmas, especially the Austrian sort of lore and uh, Norse lore around Christmas, I learned that in addition to Krampus, there's Belsnickel and Next Resp. Uh, these are, I guess, characters that dole out punishments if Santa's not happy with them. So before but we, we'll, but we'll stay away from the the creepy. Yeah, before we get into that, get, keep keep All right, rapid yeah, yeah. fire. Our favorite uh, holiday uh, food. Favorite Christmas holiday food. food. Uh, it's not a food. It's mm. a wine. Glühwein. Okay. Glühwein. Hot mold wine. Glühwein. I, I yeah. like mead. I like warm mead, especially if I'm at a. Isn't that honey liquor? Uh, I don't know what you call it, but uh, mead. At, I like, love Christmas markets across Europe, man. Oh, I do too. Some warm mead. Oh man. I've never had mead. I'm gonna have to try mead that. Mead is nice, and you can get mead anywhere, and you can just heat it up in the microwave. It's just fine. Uh, what about uh, your favorite Christmas dessert? Would that also be wine? I would say wine. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I like a fruit grapes cake, or a man. dessert. I like oh, a fruit gross! Cake. That is so southern. I really that do. is so yeah. redneck. Dude. I do like fruit. By the way, um, ladies and gentlemen, the reason I couldn't get um, last the last episode online on Friday night is because this guy, this co-host of mine. Wanted me to put the uh, song "If Heaven Ain't a Lot Like Dixie." He wanted me. Oh, to, yeah. <laughs> he wanted me to play it, and I thought he meant put yeah. it in the show. After thirty episodes, so nobody this, believes. I that. put this thing in the show, and I got flagged. I thought I was going to lose my podcast for like ever. I only lost it for like a day, but uh, Hank Williams Jr. It turns out, you know, <laughs> shout out to his family. I didn't even realize he had a family anymore. Well, didn't realize he was around. <laughs> they're very interested I know they got, in this they got work rid of, They got rid of him on Monday Night Football, but apparently that's his song, If Heaven Ain't a Lot Like Dixie. And well, he's not mind. from South Carolina. He's from Alabama originally. Okay. But uh, I had to pull it, that. Is there a difference? Well, I like <laughs> to think there's a difference. We're not nearly as good in football. Yeah, well, neither are they. <laughs> what else? Uh, we've got... Uh, Christmas movie? Yeah, give me your favorite Christmas movie. And a Wonderful you, Life. Good. You didn't say Die Hard. And uh, by the way, Die Hard we'll yeah, we'll is not a Christmas movie. I it completely is totally agree with you, and we'll get into that. I wish we had somebody here that could defend Die Hard. Nobody can defend it because oh, it's indefensible. Well, and if somebody I, I, wants to try, if somebody wants to call up I or message us, then I'm going to throw them off the roof. Okay, of so I'm going to go again. <laughs> I'm going to say Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, my favorite Christmas oh movie. Oh, my God. Absolutely, man. A lot of this stuff is from my childhood, but I love, three the old, I love the old one. I love the old one when... Yukon Cornelius is uh, playing with his ice pick. Isn't that the only one? And he like one? flips it around and picks it up and licks it. Isn't that the only one? No, there's hey, there's a couple versions of it. Man. I was gonna say that'd be ripe for like a modern remake. You know how Disney does a live action stuff now? Yeah. How awesome would a live action Rudolph the Red? I mean, I would be there front row which with a red nose on. Oh, really? I was gonna say which character would you want to be if you were in the live action? Oh, if I was in the live action, I don't know, but I would go dressed up. You'd be Hermie the freaking elf, wouldn't you? The one that was gonna be a dentist. I would be a great dentist. Yeah, I would be. A, is that his name, Hermie? I think so. I'd be uh, UConn definitely because I'm kind of pudgy now. I, might I don't. Be a little... I, I'd probably be one of the misfit toys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially with your broken leg. And my this weird, guy you should have seen the other day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm six foot tall, about 300 pounds now, over 50. He's like a strapping young 32 year old, four foot 11, not an ounce of fat on him. He runs like five <laughs> miles a day. And this guy asked me to hold up and wait on him the other day as we were leaving work. You should have seen him. He's walking like a spider. It hurt. Yeah, it's it hurt. right here. I don't know if my audience knows that you know, I broke my hip uh, with, you know, five so years ago. So he gets a little so bit of arthritis in his hip. A little arthritis. Or actually, I'm he's got a metal hip, so I guess he needs an oil can. 
Start calling him the Tin Man. I always felt bad for him even before I broke my hip. Did you really? Yeah. You, you know, the empathy. Wizard of Oz is something that plays all the time on Christmas. And I think like, that they would just play played it a couple weeks ago. Well, you know, I, I think that would play pretty well too with our audience. We if we put uh, Frank Baum on the what's his name, the guy who wrote it on the couch. Put him on the couch, or yeah. maybe just put children's stories on the couch. You know, put him, C.S. Lewis with Narnia and. At the University of Wesleyan in uh, Middletown, Connecticut, they mm -hmm. actually had a course on the allegory and the meaning of uh, The Wizard of Oz. That's nice. That is one of the fun movies that yeah, I select, isn't it? We could do that. Yeah, we could absolutely do that. Hey, but um, the thing I love about the holidays, man, not just the Christmas movies, mm -hmm. but just all the movies, being with family, yeah. sitting around the couch together. It's cold sometimes, you know? Now, there's a few movies that... Uh, they do like a 24-hour or a freaking, you know, whole week. They'll just do it on a channel over and over and over. Christmas do you have story. One of, yeah, do you have one of your – my favorite is definitely the Christmas story. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh, not politically correct. Um, that, what are you talking about? That leg is, is – uh, it's, no, it's a major award. that's not what I'm award. talking about. I'm talking about the way they act when they go to the Asian restaurant and the fact <laughs> they even go to an Asian <laughs> Come on, dude. You missed the trees for the forest. I yeah, guess. the leg is no problem. <laughs> I'm more concerned <laughs> about the other things. That leg in the window. Yeah. Oh, Man, so speaking look, of things that are not politically correct, the Little Rascals debuted in 94 years ago this week. How crazy is that? Used to watch that before school all the time. I don't know. That's one of my all-time new favorite non sequiturs. Yeah. <laughs> God, you watched a lot of bad movies when you were in South Carolina. A lot of bad television. You look, sure what do you mean? Did, that was all we had. Did you have Did you have a TV that was like black and white with three dials, or like I, I did you actually get up there and do the dials, or did you sure. have a remote? But you had to have someone outside spinning the um, the antenna on the roof, and then someone right. inside playing around with the uh, rabbit ears on the TV <laughs> with the a foil aluminum foil on it. Did you have electricity your whole life? Mm. I had electricity, but I didn't <laughs> always have the best heat, and didn't always have the the most. Um, Secure roof or or walls or floor. It was kind of drafty. In fact, I reached out to my brother Andy just before this podcast, and I said, "Dude, is there anything I have to talk about? I'm putting Christmas on the couch pretty soon." He said, uh, "Maybe about how it hurts to be lied to." And I was like, "Oh wow!" And then he said, "Let me see here." He said, um, "Hurts to be lied to," and he also said something about um, you know being being raised poor and looking forward to Christmas and. Uh, loving Christmas maybe more because we were poor because we didn't get anything during the regular year, right? So yeah. my parents would say, you know, wait to Christmas, wait to Santa, ask Santa, ask Santa, and and then they would somehow come up with a couple hundred dollars worth of toys for Christmas. But we were so excited, Nelson. I don't think we ever slept past three o'clock in the morning in our entire childhood. I'm talking from I'm, I'm right there age with one you. or two. I'm right there. And with I don't you. know that kids do that anymore. Kids get so they much stuff during man. the year, right? That Christmas is not as fun. Even my own kids, they're really excited about it. Don't get me wrong. But when they finally go to sleep, let's say nine o'clock Christmas Eve. By the way, I couldn't go, you know, early enough. I, I was in bed at like five o'clock. I was wanted it to come so badly. But um, they go to bed eight nine o'clock, and then when they do they get to sleep, they, they just up. wake up normal time. Like my wife and I sometimes in the past were sitting there wondering if they were going to wake up. We had the same experience. So weird. We like why am I experience. more excited than they are? My parents used to get mad at me. I'd come out. To their bedroom first. I was, we were right there. And they were like, Santa hasn't come yet. I'm like, what? It's morning, right? And they're like, no, it's it's 12. It's midnight. Santa hasn't come yet. I mean, now I understand why my parents were so exhausted. That and putting all the stuff together, they had to put together. Yeah. Well, look, we will definitely get to that. But uh, yeah. why don't we take a quick break, play a little Christmas carol, and you better put Baby It's Cold Outside on for our listeners. Mm, <laughs> and, I don't know about that. And then, well, we're not going to get canceled. Come on. 
It's a good song. And then uh, you can even put the modern version on, which is like the Me Too version. That's fine. You can do that. And then we'll come back and uh, we can talk a little bit about the history of the day and uh, some ways that people used to Beautiful. Listen to the fireplace roar. Beautiful. Please don't hurry. Put some records on while I pour. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Put them on the couch is doing Christmas early this year. Yes, sir. Hey, Jesus' man, it, birthday, man. Tell me about <laughs> Jesus' birthday. Jesus's I know birthday. that's what everybody's really looking forward to. Baby yes, in a manger. Baby yes. in a manger time. Three wise men. That's right. That's the history. Look, That's right, right man. That's why, that's why we do it. Christmas. Reason for the season. That, the reason for the season. That is very much not really the reason for the season. At oh, least no. it wasn't in like the early part of church history. Churches really focused in the very beginning part of, you know, like the, the second century, the third century, early church history. They only focused on the crucifixion, well, the, the only, resurrection, the old and church Easter. I used to go to with the manger outside, right? Well, yeah, but you're not that old. Oh, so you don't mean <laughs> you're a little longer than you the don't tooth, necessarily not, mean the Christian church as we understand it today. No, the early, early church, the church before it was formally organized under Constantine in the fourth century. Oh, in the my century. goodness, back where the dinosaurs were rolling. And, and here's, a, here's the thing, man, and this is true of regular common people in, in general. We don't know what day Jesus was born. That's no. not the way the calendar worked. So why December 25th? Now, it's popular myth that uh, Christians chose the 25th because there was already a really big pagan festival during that time. It, Saturnalia. Mm. And Saturnalia was a season of gift giving, but celebrations around the solstice are really old. They're not new. And it was the idea that, you know, this is why we have Christmas lights, right? They, the light had ceased to die and it was coming back. It was a time of renewal, rebirth, and great celebration. So solstice timed celebrations are not connected necessarily just to the Christian tradition at all. They go back much, much further. So Saturnalia, that, that's the Roman... Uh, that's the Roman uh, festival. And they were already getting drunk and, and celebrating it way w- before. It, it was very similar. Early Christmas celebrations relied on those old traditions. There was gift-giving, and it was really a big party. Yeah, morality, and I'm oh, assuming it was, dude, was, it was switched on the back door. It, absolutely. Well, I heard, I heard it was a time where, like... Um, you know, employees and employers switch roles spots, for the night, yes, right? It was yes. a Freaky Friday, right? It, and so you've got you've got slaves and and literally masters switch, s- slaves would, switching spots. Slaves would temporarily become freed and, and for like of, a month. And, and one it of wasn't those people day, was like a uh, uh, elected king for a, a, like a day or something. They would they would elect somebody a a king of the festival, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And the wealthy gave out gifts. Yeah, not a bad not cool. time, huh? Yeah, it sounds good. And like a said, little better than the Norse celebrations. Yeah, they oh. were shooting each other. I think with arrows, and it was all creepy and green. Yeah, well, you know that's typical of Norse anything. Yeah. But you know the thing with Jesus is uh, a lot of people thought it was connected. A lot of theologians, a lot of historians will argue that it was connected to that. I'm not a hundred percent convinced. Although, look, Constantine was a fan of the path of least resistance, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, there's an inherent benefit in making your celebrations similar to the celebrations of the past. That's but obvious. as far as the big, fat, red guy, he would come along a little later, right? He would come along a little later. Yeah. We'll get to him. Yeah. He'll, get, we'll, he'll come yeah. along later in our podcast. We'll get and all that. Is, uh, yeah, is Santa Claus coming on for the uh, for the show? Man, I don't think the, so. You didn't book him? 
I didn't book him. Yeah, I, I thought get, we talked about this. I didn't get any this. guests. Our budget, gonna, man, is tight right now. You said you were going to talk to your elf. Yeah, but our budget is tight around the end of the year, you know? Oh, come on. He's Hard a, to get guests. He's a charitable guest. He yeah, wouldn't have charged he, us. He's in high demand right now. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. He's at every freaking mall in America. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a good chance, too, that the early biblical records, uh, early biblical traditions have the date of Jesus. Early Christian traditions have the conception of Jesus and the death of Jesus as being the same day. Oh, wow. And they point to that day as being March 25th. Mm. Nine months later, what happens after you're conceived? Yeah. You're born. You're born. And so December and when, 25th. when would the born is, again date be? <laughs> Those that are into Nicodemus. Uh, that would be the, the Reformation. The born again date would be, you know, in the 16th century. So so, so people have been marking midwinter for a while. Call oh, it summer yeah, solstice, absolutely, call it man. Christmas. Absolutely. I mean, 2,000 years uh, More, since the birth of Christ. And um, and, and long before, yes. The, again, the, so three, the sun is coming back. So talk about um, Pope Julius I, if you can. Did he actually fix this date as the 25th? And who was he, and why would he even be interested in Christmas 340 A.D.? Uh, yeah, he, he fixed the date. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say he fixed the date. I mean, fixed it, you know. Because th- there were th- some th- options, th- right? I mean, th- there, there was a, a warmer. Options. There's a warmer uh, part of the season option. Well, mo- you know, most people do believe that Jesus was born in the spring. Yeah. Most people believe which, that Jesus. You know, was born I wouldn't in the be opposed to that. I mean, when do people herd their pool sheep? Pool party? Right? Pool party? Come on, man. <laughs> we have Easter. Yeah, we have, we have Easter. Easter. How cool would a pool party be? Going to going to Christmas cruise don't you think, and actually be warm? Don't you think? Oh, um, it's oh, pretty man, warm actually, down there. You can do it anyway, can't I know. Don't you think we need a little warmth in our life? A little warmth that's, from the heart. That's what you do. You do the Christmas cruise. Oh, warmth from the heart. I can't wait to talk about gratitude and. Um, and, well, uh, do you know that's why service pe- to one another and gift giving. The the connection to the solstice though is why we have Christmas lights and the focus on lights and uh, and that's not centered around anything other than the fact that light is coming back. Right. Most of these the are, sun is victorious. Yeah. Very, very pagan, Sol Invictus. Right? A lot of yeah, pagan sure. or, or Roman Norse Greek god. Well, and it makes sense, right? Because even though you have the new religion, you have the old traditions, and yeah. they and they carry on, and they still carry on with us. They're still very much a part of the the holiday season. Mm. Um, but, you know, if you actually think about Christianity in, in its complete context, the birth of the Savior wasn't really terribly important. No. Which is why there was that focus on Easter. And Easter, theologically speaking, is the most important day of the Christian calendar. So um, I've always thought the uh, the date of Easter yeah. was far more significant in, in religious terms. But, but, but again, we... We do have some things that we mark as part of our Christmas celebration ritual, marking the, the sure. beginning of Christmas that I guess, unfortunately, we, we're not going to talk about on the air. But I, I want to, I'd be <laughs> remiss if I didn't slip a little something. Which there. one? The Christmas tree in particular. Nothing I love the tree. And how could, I love and the could, tree. How could that be sinister, right? After all, I mean. I love the tree. It's part of the celebration of light. It wasn't, wasn't over here until Queen Victoria and Prince Albert popularized it. 1840, I think. Those like Germans. But here's the, the Christmas thing. tree is a very German. It well, is a German tradition. But but there is the the ancient mythology surrounding the goddess Sybil and the mortal Attis. Sybil and Attis, as the gods often did, regardless of the mortal's wishes, um, they did some interesting things. Uh, Sybil sent Attis mad, and uh, he ran out in a crazy rage through the forest. Okay. And they found him castrated beside a tree, a pine tree. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah, that doesn't no. sound Christmassy. I know. That's that why doesn't sound happy. I know. <laughs> and I think that was the birth of the elf. 
I did not know that. I'm just kidding. I did it not. wasn't the birth of the elf, <laughs> did not but it was know definitely that. the birth. Is of that the why Christmas. elves have very high voices? <laughs> Is you that why I have very high voices? <laughs> so look, uh, have you ever heard of the Christmas truce? No. You've never heard of the Christmas truce. Is this oh, War dude. of the Roses? What's no, going on here? No, no, man. This is one of the greatest stories. This is All a real right. story. Uh, and, and I don't know. Look, call me a hopeless romantic and optimist through oh, and through. Goodness. But, dude, this is. This sounds like the predecessor to uh, Love Actually, but go ahead. I don't love, say I it love is. Love Actually. Of course you do. I do. Because you're a hopeless I do. romantic. There's got to be a movie that you like that's a bit more, shall we say, feminine. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care about the feminine or part. Or a song. I um, love that movie. Come on, what's wrong with love, man? Uh, nothing. What's wrong with nothing. love? You don't believe in love? I believe in love, but I think that you should show your love 364 of the days out of the year, not just 365. I do, too. That's why I hate Valentine's Day, but there's something right. special that happens around Christmas, like peace and truce. And, so and the Christmas truce, World War One. Okay. Um, you know, at the start of the war, like at the start of most wars, there's a patriotic rush to join and enlist and everybody believes it's gonna be a quick and if it's victorious a just war, right? war yeah it's a just war mm -hmm. well i mean the, the people who tell you to sign up are gonna tell you it's just yeah, yeah. so you know the war quickly settles into this trench warfare this stalemate and the belief when it started was the war starts august 1914 the war is gonna be over by christmas okay as we get into the winter months and we get to late november early december it's clear that's not happening and morale really becomes low, mm. okay? Um, in Belgium, on the front, uh, you know, soldiers are told, uh, commanders are told, look, we, we have to be very careful about boosting morale. We have to be very careful around this time of year about being ready for some sort of attack. Mm -hmm. We have to be hypervigilant. So they're getting yeah. messages from headquarters to the front, watch out. And on Christmas Eve, um, everybody is in the trench, and all of a sudden, the English hear Silent Night in German. Oh, wow. So the Germans start singing in German, Silent Night. And, and they didn't immediately think this was a trick? They did think it was a trick. Ah. They were very concerned. Yeah. And it, it just keeps going and going and going. And then the, the Germans, this is funny, they could drink. <laughs> yeah, I they think could, they still they could, can. They could drink... Um, the English were not allowed to drink in the trench. And so maybe the Germans were just happier. Oh, you mean they were allowed to drink? Not <laughs> they were allowed they, to drink. Not that they can, quote, drink. They can drink, boy. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously they can drink. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to talk about what's obvious right, on this right. podcast. I mean, right? We've got Oktoberfest, for God's sake. That's right. So they were, you know, obviously having drinks on, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. The next morning, uh, the English wake up, and they see a German out of the trench. And the German looks over at the English side, and he waves. Oh, wow. And he waves. And all of a sudden, the English are waving. And mm. one of the guys says, to, you know, one of the privates, he says, well, if they're out, come on, lads, let's get out there. And they meet in the middle of this field in Belgium on Christmas Day. They're at war. Uh, they shake hands. And they have a truce. They even had a football game in the middle of the dead man's land, in the middle of no man's land. Uh, and they celebrated Christmas together. They exchanged gifts and chocolates. It's a warm, wonderful, touchy-feely story, but it also— It wouldn't happen on August 3rd, buddy. No, that's Come what on, I was going to say. Awesome, at the man. same time, it's like, well, if we have it within us to agree upon a truce one day, can't we just, like, put our arms down and just agree upon it every other day? Like, what they're basically saying is, look, this day is so special— that we have to reach across the aisle and 
and try to be friends and try to find common ground. Like, if you can do that I and have that much fun doing it one day, couldn't you do that and have that much fun doing it every day? Isn't no. that amazing? No, Why, you couldn't. Though? Well, because you couldn't. I mean, giving is better than receiving. Yes, but— And living is better than dying. Yes, but something—the fact that— And killing people with kindness is better than killing people. But the fact that something is special is— what makes it special? It, ah. If it was always happy and roses, then it would never be happy and roses because it would just be. So right? if we had three wise men showing up at the manger every night of the week, then who cares? Then who cares about Frank and and Myrrh and and exactly? Gold? Now, now you're getting it. Did, you, that's awesome. Did, are you nicer? Do you find sense? I mean, not you Frank. don't find yourself being kinder, more giving during the season. During the season, no. You don't, you don't have I'm, any feeling no, of nostalgia because, or kindness. No, I don't. Or, I don't need that to. I don't need that to kick my selfishness into gear. See, as a psychology person, <laughs> I understand that giving is about um, anticipating the surprise on people's faces, the smiles on the kids' faces, the, the oh, they're going to think so warmly about how I feel about them. I am, I'm a giver because I'm a taker. I'm a giver because it satisfies me psychologically. And giving is my love language. Well, look, you would have done just fine for the majority of Christmases throughout history. Mm -hmm. But during the Reformation, Christmas really changed. Now, it's not dark, is it? It's just awful. You know, in the United States, in Puritan America, it was outlawed for a number of years. Yeah, makes like sense. Like in Boston, it was outlawed. You couldn't have Christmas. Mm. Because... Uh, a lot of and a lot of people pointed, believe it or not, to the fact that the Bible doesn't even recognize a date for Jesus's birth. Yeah, as the fact they, they point to that as evidence that Christmas itself is just insignificant yeah, in some ways, mm -hmm. and, and it becomes at least in the northern states, in like uh, Plymouth, um, in colonial Massachusetts, it becomes this drab, morose day of uh, prayer, fasting, and just misery and it stays that way really for a couple hundred years throughout uh you know protestant areas in europe and throughout uh northern uh, colonial america in the south it's a party it's still mm. a party it's always been a party yeah uh, so jamestown had christmas and they had good celebrations but in the north they didn't i think you're more of a a party guy i think you're more of a mardi gras christmas guy maybe i love the party of christmas i love that part of it now let me I, ask you what was your favorite christmas ever my fa my favorite Christmas ever. Yeah, what was your favorite? Um, well, I've had so many. I guess every single one with the kids is tops. But for me, when I was a kid, mm. uh, it was a Christmas that I had when I was thirteen years old. You remember? Made right? out like a bandit. Yeah, made with, out with like your a cousin kid. or your sister? Oh, it was my sisters. Uh, yeah, my sister, my stepsisters, um, my stepbrother. Yeah. I mean, who you made out with? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I made out with nobody. I was yeah. 13. Made out like a bandit. You mean the gifts you got. Oh, dude, we, we cleaned house. Do you, you remember anything cleaned in house. particular that you Best gift I yeah. got? Best gift I got was a Nintendo 64 that Same, year. Yeah, yeah. S Nintendo 64. 64 bits, man. I didn't get. I didn't see 64 bits until I was in grad school, I don't think. Probably I was not, dealing right? with the 4-bit, the 8-bit, and it uh, wasn't Nintendo. There was a 4-bit? I'm pretty sure Atari was 4-bit and Odyssey. I, I do remember my first, like I was like 6 or 7, it was... It was how old was I? I was uh, I, yeah, I was born in '83, so I must yeah. have been like '88, '89 when mm. I got my first eight-bit system. Man, I don't the even NES, the Nintendo uh, Entertainment System. '89, yeah, that was 11th grade for me. Um, what about you? What, mine, what about, what's got, your favorite I got, gift? I got two. Uh, the first favorite gift was something I got from Santa, and it was called a shoots away. Now, hear me out. You would put your 
uh, sort of head, I think, um, through like this Viewmaster. And uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a pair of glasses or something. And you would see a like map or a board spinning below you. Okay. And you would pull a trigger and it would drop what appeared to be a bullet or a bomb. And it would, you'd, you'd want it to land in the buckets below you. And it was called Shoots Away. And it was, that's cool. It was, yes, right? it was cool, but yeah, difficult awesome. to do, right? It was kind of difficult sure. to do. But, uh, you know, it was, it was hokey and silly, but I loved it. And the other thing I loved, I'm pretty sure I got this from my great grandmother. And the reason I say my great grandmother is because she got me all the greatest gifts. And it may have not even been for Christmas. My brother could, um, could substantiate this. It was the green machine. The, the green machine. The Talk green, about the green machine. The original machine. green that? machine. So this thing was a hot wheel, big wheel, but it was lower to the ground. It had um, two um, back wheels and one big front wheel. And instead of steering it with like a steering wheel, you had these two, um, what would you call them, throttles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would, um, you could... You could move them independently of one another to steer this thing by moving the back, the back wheels. So one was like a throttle, one was like turn the wheel. Well, up to it's all turn the wheel. It looks okay. like a throttle. You okay. have to, you still have to pedal. Okay. Uh, but man, you cool. can get this thing pretty fast, and with those plastic uh, slick wheels on the back, you could whip that thing around. I think it's making a comeback. I think I've seen some newer versions of it released. You're not talking about Hot Wheels. You're talking about Power Wheels. I'm talking about well, except it wasn't motorized. Right, right? but it, it was like a power. It big was wheel. They you call could it uh, big. In. They call. They used to call it a big wheel or a big hot wheels? cycle. Hot cycle. Hot cycle. Okay. Uh, but this thing was the green machine, the big green machine, and man, I still get nostalgic thinking about it. And just a couple of nights ago, I saw the original one pop up on a Remember When um, website, and someone had a an original advertisement for it. Yeah. And uh yeah, just It's funny though how those memories, how those how those toys, the songs, the foods, man, they all uh, just take you right back yeah. to what it was on those magic day. You talked about getting up early. I always three thirty, four o'clock yeah. we'd get up. Santa should already have been here, man, right? Well, he was always there. They must have they must have um they must have done a lot they of must work. Must have slipped a little something in your drink to get you to bed early because we, we just we no, would I go to like bed you, early, man, but we so couldn't excited. go to sleep. We're I was so excited. So excited. Well, we we would get up, um, and you know, my mom would say, "Hey, stockings." Yeah, and she would have put some goodies in the stockings because she wasn't getting up till five thirty. Oh no! But she did get up at five thirty, and I was always ready to do that with you. Like like you're talking about, I was ready when I had kids yeah. to get up. I'm ready now. And yeah, ready. I'd love to get up with them. They don't get like, up. Wait a minute, it's six thirty. Now it's seven thirty. Now it's eight thirty. It's like they're going to be asleep this year till they're fourteen and fifteen. They're going to be asleep. Part till of like that 10 because again, it's part of that because they have everything already. I think so. And so there's not that kind of weight, or is it that you know, quite frankly, uh, they already know what they're getting and it's just a technicality. I think it's the latter. Mm. I think it's they kind of know uh, what I they're think, getting. No, or maybe they. I'm sorry. I think it's the former. I think okay. it's the former. Now, do your kids get gifts? Um, on Christmas, or do you guys uh, give them on Christmas Eve, or do you they like, let them sneak they, one do, on Christmas we Eve? We do the one on Christmas yeah. Eve. Uh, we're, we're traditionalists. Now, be honest. Right now, at this stage of your life, are you more of a gift giver or a gift receiver? Do you have more fun receiving it or giving it? I don't think I've ever been a uh, receiver. Yeah. I'm always a gift. I love to give gifts. Yeah. And I will tell you, and I know you know what I'm talking about, I didn't realize how much fun Christmas was for adults. Oh, no. I have had the greatest time mm. over the that time, and it goes so quick. Yeah, it between does. two and 
eight. Yeah. Two sure. and nine. Both of my kids are on the tail end of that now. Oh, it's hard. It's going to yeah. be hard. because it's be hard if, Because you. Because the, the belief in the Christmas miracle starts to wane, doesn't it? Right? Yeah, but the coolest part for me, that is sad to yeah. watch, but for me, you got to be the miracle. You got to be. Oh, yeah. The guy, like, they believe. You make it all happen. Yes. Yeah. And there's just, there was something so special about working so hard and going to the store. And I would go out on, you know, my wife hates the shop. Yeah, you got last I minute. I, no, no, I was first minute. Okay. I was out on Black Friday. Okay. I was in I mean, the hustle still, in the not, bustle. That's not first minute, but it's it's earlier than most Americans. I think something like 46 Americans admit that they're out like the Saturday before Christmas shopping. Yeah, I don't do yeah, that. No, that's, I, that's I, I, I go out on Black Friday. Well, and you can I got rest everything. assured you're not going to get what you really want to get, and you're not going to end up giving what people really want if you go out that late. Yeah. You're just going to be stressed and you're going to impulse buy. I know. I, I enjoyed it. We, I was very meticulous. I was very planned. I would take my kids out like a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. and we would make the list. Yeah. So we would say, oh, look at this toy. I'd like that. And they would go and, you know, obviously we'd probably buy something for them anyway yeah. that day. But we'd get them a nice list, uh, a good baseline for the big guy, for Santa. Well, talking about that list, I think that's a good uh, segue to take a break and come back and sort of talk a little bit more about the modern traditions, the modern. Uh, and the big guy. We got to uh, get yeah, to the, the man in the big red suit. Yeah, let's do that. When I'm feeling blue and when I'm feeling low, then I start to think about the happiest man I know. He doesn't mind the snow and he doesn't mind the rain. But all December you will hear him at your window pane. A singing again and again and again and again and again and again. Oh, and back, I love that song. Back for a third I love that segment. Song, dude. If you're just joining us, Jason McCoy alongside my co host. And better half. Nelson Boyer. And we are doing Christmas. Hello. Yes. You know, talking about Christmas creep, here we are letting Christmas creep in on our podcast. Absolutely, man. Um, you know, it's it's Christmas season. The whole thing, the eggnog, the food, the parties, gift giving, the gift giving, the shopping. Have you gotten all your shopping done? I have gotten everything done except I need to let Santa know about one big gift for my son. Other than that, I think I'm uh, all set. You're all set. And that, Did, you know, and people honestly, been, that's because my wife is all set. She is a procrastinator. How much Amazon crap comes to your house Ooh, this month? It's I just tell nonstop. You one uh, it's always here, but I can tell you one thing: the people who are driving around delivering this are doing it close to midnight in my neighborhood. That's crazy. I'm sitting well, up you, watching football games until like what, eleven o'clock, or whatever, uh, watching late news, and I'm hearing this. Uh, this mail truck's door open. I look out the window, and there she is delivering boxes. At yeah, 11, it's um, yeah, it's it's nuts having the, uh, you know, people. You know, I've heard, and I've been to the stores most weekends. Yeah, they were worried. I don't know who they is, but the they they. Hey, you know what I'm thinking for next season? Yeah, let's put they we on the couch. On the I don't couch. even know who they is, but they. Yeah, uh, they're worried. Market right? analysts. They were worried. They thought it was going to be like a low spending. Christmas. Oh, let me guess. They've made fewer, uh, fewer tickle me Elmos or whatever the hot item is this year, and no. they're gonna create that scarcity. And no, that they get it. they thought that people were gonna spend less, yeah, yeah, and sure. over Black Friday, they have found that Americans, and not just mm-hmm. over the holiday, but in general, even though we're going into more and more debt, yeah, 
that we're spending more, more than we should be. And Make, they're getting very concerned about that. Makes total sense to me. That we're buying things that, that we're we can't afford? More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, first and foremost, I don't need do to you tell you Do you extend yourself during the holiday season? I probably do. I extend myself all the time, but maybe particularly during the holiday. And there's some very specific reasons why I do it. Um, and not all of them do I feel like I have control over. But I was going to just back up and say, oh, I wouldn't as someone say you're who studies, impulsive. as someone who studies <laughs> the economy and politics, and you know that we are a consumer-based economy. Yeah, we have been for a very long time, and we probably will be for the foreseeable future. Let's hope. So, <laughs> to that end, everything that they, <laughs> air quotes, do uh, is to encourage us to spend yeah. at whatever cost, right? right. And they get in uh, cahoots with the other they's, right? Like. Uh, neurolo- uh, neuroscientists, marketing firms, ad agencies. Psychologists. Right. They all work <laughs> towards this same end. Uh, the almighty green, baby. And I'm not talking about the Christmas tree. But first and foremost, why are Americans yeah, why why are are we Americans spending, spending money? Stress. What stress does to the brain is it reduces your ego or it depletes your ego. Another way of saying that is stress uh, makes you more impulsive. And impulsivity makes you make quicker decisions without thinking. It feels good, you do it, right? So when I'm anxious, when I'm depressed, when I'm impulsive, I'm going to drink more if I'm an alcoholic. I'm going to eat more if I overeat. I'm going to crave more sweets if I'm into sweets. And you're going to spend more just out of impulsivity. It makes you feel temporarily better. So just the fact that the holidays themselves, are the family, there's pressure Absolutely. to deliver for the kids, 100%. makes us spend more. Right. A and B, the there's others. The okay, yeah, we're so, coming out of a pandemic, right? And so for the last two to three years, most of us across the globe have been stressed and concerned about losing our jobs, having our hours cut, whether or not we're going to have a job um, when we when we finish the camp pandemic, when we get out of the pandemic. Whether or not we're going to have to move, whether we're, you know, there's so much. So there's stress a temporary the alleviation of stress, like a celebration of now, life. Now we've got the <laughs> and celebration. Then the bill will come due later. Yeah. And I'm not going to worry about that because that's later. I might so not people, even be alive for later. So people now want to get out and mingle and gift give and share and get back to normal. Yeah. And so even though the pandemic, I mean, we're, this is the second post-pandemic Christmas. Yeah, it's come not. On. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's 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 not quite. Um. Um. The it's first, not as, it's yeah. not as bad, but it's it's getting better, and, okay. and so that's that's part of it, I think. Um, but there's one other big one. I just alluded to it about they getting in bed with one another. <laughs> I think of it as uh, brand wagoning. It's it's bandwagoning and brand wagoning. It's it's this idea that you are inundated with ads, and these ads are telling you, look, famous people, happy people, people who are interested in family and community. They buy these things. They have these things. They show you what a good time is. And you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. There's a little FOMO. FOMO, 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 FOMO action? But there's also you want to feel good. You want uh, to celebrate your family. You want to celebrate um, how you're doing. And and what better way than to to have the brand items and have all the things that everybody else tells you you should have. I mean, you don't actually have to be doing better. But if you got the right brand on, if you got the right version of a phone if you've got the right the item gift. The gift, the gift? Right? if you've got the grown-up version of the teddy ruxpin uh tickle me elmo uh tickle me elmo do you remember right. the tickle me elmo stampedes in 96 i'll never forget me? it
The 27-year-old stock clerk had been working the overnight shift during the holiday rush when he was spotted holding the giggling, vibrating toy by a crowd of frantic shoppers. The ensuing melee left him looking like he'd been in a major car accident. Someone had even torn the crotch of his pants. The last thing he saw was a white Adidas sneaker kicking him in the face before he lost consciousness. Was uh, that from an Elmo? Was yeah, that an so Elmo he attack? was a 27-year-old stock clerk who was basically trampled, but they were stomping him, trying to get to a Tickle Me Elmo that they saw that he was stalking was or he was holding. Those stampedes were weird. Man, you know, it was really weird. Uh, back in 95, 96, when Tickle Me Elmo was, you know, all the rage, no one could get one, right? And and stores might have one or two, but they were supposed to hide them, lock them under key or, you know, put them behind lock and key so that they could give these out to people who had rain checks or whatever. The story goes that in Queens there was a, <laughs> there was a uh, Toys R Us that allegedly John Gotti Jr. and his family went to, and they were just supposedly in there just shopping for regular toys, right? But the story went that he stayed in after closing. He somehow got his hands on some of the uh, – when they <laughs> when they called out the ownership of the managers. Yeah, that's gangster. When they called out the ownership and the managers about it, they're like, no, no, we didn't have any of those. Uh, this guy and his associates didn't uh, – they didn't, they didn't get away with that. No, no, no. They just bought, you know, regular toys. Allegedly, he spent eight thousand dollars. I'm wondering if he bought eight eight um, tickle me Elmos for that eight thousand. Well, you know, one of the reasons. So, uh, tickle me Elmo mm. and um, Teddy Ruxman. No, t- tickle me Elmo and um, N64 were the same year. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the same. Okay. Christmas and one of the reasons that Christmas was so special to me mm. was that N64 was almost as hard to get. Like. I didn't count on yeah. getting it. I didn't think I'd get it. Scarcity, yeah. man. I didn't think my mother would be able to, to find mm-hmm. that. Yeah, social psychologists call that the scarcity principle, man. Whether things are really that scarce or whether we just imagine they're that scarce, it creates quite the buzz, and it's very persuasive, it. right? It, it makes people feel like they've got to go out early and often and get it or else there's not going to be any left. Isn't that why It's brilliant. Isn't by the that way, why people put such a value on diamond like cuz diamonds aren't diamonds really are, scarce but they feel rare. They're they relatively feel scarce though. But but yes, I understand Not what you're compared saying. to their pricing. <laughs> Maybe not. But yeah, that is true that some of the the actual scarcest materials on earth should be the prices. But see, I want to talk about but this I'm a little saying further just the, because just the fake scarcity though, right? Like so toy companies, this is going to be a little conspiratorial. Oh god. But toy that companies was last week, Yeah, but toy companies could always um Hold back sure. some of the items. Okay, yeah. Release fewer of them, kind of like OPEC and other oil producers. Yeah, that's not conspiratorial. That's just economics. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you hold it back. You let people buy what's out there, right? And if there's a little bit of black market stuff going on, that's fine too. But then what's going to happen is the kids who didn't get what they wanted for Christmas, parents are still going to have to buy them something close, the knockoffs or whatever, right? They're going to buy them something close. Then after Christmas, all of a sudden, <laughs> they, flood the they flood the market again, and people go buy those too. So, you know, your 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 kids who didn't get the um, the it toy, they got something similar. It still costs something, and then you get and the then it they toy. got the real one as well. So, yeah. in terms of like Slick uh, bastards. in terms of uh, consumerism, in terms of a consumerist economy, that actually helps. But I'll I'll be honest with you, um, as a parent, and and again, I was sort of talk- I was talking about diamonds a second ago. Mm. Anytime we have an emotional day, an emotional purchase, absolutely, uh, we put that pressure on ourselves, and mm-hmm. boy, do we spend. Like, think about the money spent yeah. on something like a wedding. Yeah. Like, why are we spending 40, 50, 
60 Again, grand because for of a day. brand wagoning because uh for it's it's emotional as hell it really is um, yeah. we don't want to miss out on the next best venue or the next best catering job or um i think there's the other side of this though nelson i'd like to talk about is the recipient like how do we even know that the recipient is getting as much satisfaction as we are getting out of giving it how do we know, know that, that i don't the know that we care well, maybe not, but I, mean, I don't know you, that we you, care. You would definitely care if your kids liked their gifts. You like you you care if your wife likes her gifts. I want them gift. to like their gifts. Yeah. I want them to like their gifts. I mean, I definitely put a lot more into my kids and my immediate family's gifts than I do. You know, well, I guess you're yours. right. I mean, there has to be. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, I got this stupid cheese head. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, it fits. This guy, this my child's cheese, cheese this, head. I went all the way. To Green Bay, Wisconsin, and all I got was stood this in a cheese head. stood in the gift shop there <laughs> for hours in a line, and brought him back a cheese head. It was a miniature child. one. It was a child. <laughs> it was a child size cheese head. Instead of paying forty five, I think I got it for like twenty five, but it also fit him very nicely. Fits his very well. His head looks more like a kid's head. All right. Well, look. Uh, but the gift, the gift recipient. I know my. I know my daughter is not going to be listening to this, so I'm going to okay. tell you what we got uh, for her because I think this kind of ties okay. in. We worked so hard. I've been Ubering night and day every mm. weekend. And, you know, we're going to Tanzania next summer. But you're a college professor. Why do you need to Uber every night? Uh, I really shouldn't talk about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but let's just say <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't um, buy cruises to Tanzania or trips yeah, to Tanzania. Not, not at my place of employment. Okay. No, that is. Yeah. Um, so we decided, you know, that last summer we went to that uh, Taylor Swift concert. Mm. This summer... They're going to do something a little this cheaper. Ne this next summer. No, we're going to do something Tanzania. twice as expensive. Yeah, we're going to Tanzania. On the way to Tanzania, uh, we are stopping, and my wife and daughter are going to go to a second Taylor oh Swift God. concert. Travis Kelsey, look out, man. $2,100. Travis Kelsey, look out. $2,100 for that oh. gift, and... Why do I do it? Why? Because you absolutely know that's what she wants, and she values that more than anything. Yeah, and I guess I value her more than anything, yeah. and maybe that's what makes a good gift. Yeah. And just to, I, I hope it's worth it for me. I hope yeah. it's worth all this work. Well, generally speaking, when she opens it, I can. Yeah. I get that that satisfaction. That rush, yeah, that satisfaction. Uh, well, here's here's one for you. You know that half of Americans say that there's at least one gift every Christmas. That they pretend to like. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. And here's the thing, dude. You're, when you you're, ask you're others, when you ask others, you what was the scrooging. gift? What was the gift that you think was least appreciated last year? People, they get it wrong. people, have, yeah, they have no idea. Wow. So you will never know, I guess, whether or not your kids like it or not. Has Although anybody ever tells called me you a Scrooge? <laughs> you are Scrooge <laughs> yeah, yeah. McDuck, man. Now here's the thing. Um, let's just sort of keep with this line of thinking, then. What are some things, generally speaking, that psychologists, uh, when they study it, they find are not nearly uh, as positively received? Okay. Turns out, so we turns have a, out, a psychological money. It turns out money's money, not money's well received. A, it's not well received. Now, economists think it's a good gift because it's something that both parties value equally. If I give you $10, then you view the $10 is the that same what, way I is, view is it. Is that what makes a good gift? It makes it a, it makes, if we both value from an economics the perspective, gift equally. From a... That, from a, from a um, I think from an economic, rational economic perspective, that would probably be the best gift you can give. I think most rational right, well, economists real are, quick, but psychologically, that's like not to, the best one. I'd like to make a request, okay. it, or not a request, yeah, just yeah. an announcement. Okay. If 
our listeners are thinking yeah. about a gift for me. Money. I love money. Yeah, yeah. I love money. Well, it turns out that when people give gifts, uh, they're more likely to give a gift that is that is really valued highly and appreciated appreciated uh, uh, greatly if the gift seems like there was thought, there was time, there was energy that went into it, if there was planning. So intention, like psychologists believe intention matters the okay. most, right? I like that. So intention heightens the pleasure. By the way, uh, we didn't talk about this, but when we're, yeah, I think we did when we were talking about pain, when we put pain on the couch. If I intentionally hurt you, the pain is worse. But if I accidentally hurt you, the pain is actually perceived as less. So it's the inverse when it comes to gift giving. That's scary as hell the because if somebody like as like accidentally hits you in the balls, has accidentally dropped a bottle of wine on my like toe, toe yeah, like and you're telling me that would hurt more well, if I, they threw it at me. Yeah, I yeah, don't because because there's the there's, <laughs> hurt. yeah yeah, uh, and and also the opposite is also true with respect to um, pleasure, right? If I intentionally give you a gift or give you a gift that shows intention and planning, um, and in, then you're going to get more pleasure out of it than if I just, uh, if you felt like I just uh, picked it up last second or if I just, you know, used used my influence and money to get you something nice. Did you ever see Donnie Brasco? Yeah, I did. I love that uh, Johnny Depp Johnny is in Depp, there mm-hmm. with Al Pacino. Yeah. And on Christmas, they just give each other two giant envelopes uh, of cash. That's all it <laughs> takes, like, baby. This yeah. is bizarre. Now, there's one other caveat. <clears throat> Some uh, scientists have found that when it comes to giving gifts, one of the best things you can do, however, is to make sure that the gift you're giving, whether it's money, whether it's a trip, whether it's a hamburger, whatever the case may be, make sure that you're certain it's something they want, not something that you like. It Apparently, okay. most people love the gifts they give because they're imagining receiving that gift, right? Really? So we have to, yeah, we have to be really careful about, yeah, of course, right? So just the other day, I wanted a carpet cleaner. And I bought one for like 300 bucks. Now, I don't like to clean carpet, um, but I just don't want to spend money having a professional come do it all the time. So I thought, I'll go and buy a $300 carpet cleaner. I thought about wrapping it up and saving it for Christmas for my wife. Okay. And she laughed at me. She's like, of course you would do that because it's something you wanted. And you were going to put my <laughs> name on it, and you get the benefit out of it. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Don't, Baby, don't you also want like a new big screen TV and a new computer? Because, <laughs> yeah, we, we tend to do that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we're doing it the right way with kids. Most of the time for Christmas, we're saying make that list. And now we get to scrutinize the list and ensure that we're getting them what they say they want. Yeah. Now, that yeah. doesn't always work if we get the list too early. Well, not us. My son I changes mean, we're not, his. Not us. I mean, it's. Yeah, we're, we're getting, passing off to Santa. But Santa, if we do right, it too early, right. we do it too early, then, you know, my, my, my son has already changed his mind two or three times. Well, In fact, he's gone back and said, hey, I want to take two things off and add a new thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find that sweet spot. Yeah, I yeah. find it right after uh, Halloween and right before Thanksgiving is probably when you Best gotta time go. to start asking yeah. for the Santa list. Yeah. So let's let's uh, talk a little bit about the the guy in the red suit. The yeah, guy who actually the big guy. is responsible for all of this. Okay. Do your kids, Jesus. <laughs> do your or kids. baby? I don't know. Do baby Jesus or Jesus? Uh, baby Jesus. Okay. Baby Jesus baby in the Jesus. manger. Yeah. Right. Um, Another great <laughs> movie, by the way. Baby Jesus. Baby New Year. You ever seen that movie? Never seen it. His hat pops off. It's Baby New Year, and his hat pops off, and everybody laughs at him, and he takes off. And so they're not going to have a new year for the first time in like 26,000 years. I'm but good. he's got big ears under Doesn't the hat. sound good. He's wearing the hat because he's got these big, embarrassing ears. Yeah, it's... it's sounds like, a, I sounds a, like an I 80s a, movie. I watched a 
a lot of great, great television. Let me ask you an 80s question. Are you guys embarrassed by the lack of quality in your films and music? Oh, and like, fashion, is, is, is and, there, and fashion. Yeah, is there and, a collective uh, like '80s embarrassment? Like growing up in the '80s, dude. I, I'm proud of the '90s. I own yeah, it. '80s I'm bad. Proud. Fat yeah. laces, big hair. You know who we horrible had? Horrible TV. We had a lot Ronald of horrible Reagan, things. Another but we had one great strike. thing. We had one great thing. <laughs> All right. We had some really good power ballad bands. Yeah, that's true. Poison, I'll give you that. Warren, I'll give you that. Uh, Cinderella, Skid Row, like White Snake. Yeah, White Snake. Yeah, we had a I'll lot of those. You, but otherwise, no, I can't think of anything. Some of that. Um, and that was back then when you could still go in um, to amusement parks and um, ride some really fun, unsafe rides. <laughs> you didn't have to be any certain height or age. All right. Well, uh, that's yeah. all. You, that's all you get. That's all I got. That's all you get. Um, but, but the did big you guy, be- man. Did you believe in Santa? Of course, I believe right, in Santa. T- let's let's do this. Let's have our let's have a little story here. Mm. Story time. What happened? Do you remember not believe? Do you remember when you found out? Yeah. The big lie. Yeah, it was the big lie, man. And I wasn't really mad. I actually think I felt um, somewhat good because I thought I was in the know. And I felt a <laughs> Did new Did you have doubts of, at that time? I don't know, but I had a new Must sense have, of responsibility. I, I think someone told me at school, and I pretended like I already knew because I had to be cool, right? And I was probably eight or nine. I don't know, maybe even ten. But uh, I remember thinking I've got to keep this on the lowdown because I've got a young brother. Then, of course, I think by the time I told my young brother, yes, I think I told him, when he was about seven, I ended up telling him a couple of years earlier than probably did you parents do it, would. Did you do it when you were pissed? Was it like, I know, okay, I let me tell you. I don't remember again. I'd have to confirm with him. I don't <laughs> think I told him when I was pissed. But I think it was more of a, um, I always had this this respect and this reverence for my brother. I always thought he was older than he was because he was so smart. And he was honestly as good as I was when he was seven and I was 11. He was as good as I was at anything else. It's right? probably why he took a liking to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so what uh, what did, did you confront your parents like what you I mean were, I think I asked excited? my mother and she 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 agreed. I was like, "Look, there's no Santa, is there?" Um it's not That's real. how you found out? No, I, I found out at school, I'm pretty sure from people talking about it and then I went oh, I to thought, confirm. I thought, I thought okay, to confirm you went my to confirm. Okay. No, my mom would have let me back. My mom would have let me go probably indefinitely. She would have never mentioned. My mom was very much into magic and, and my mother and, still puts from yeah. Santa on a gift she gives him. Yeah, yeah. And so let me ask you this: What about your kids? Did you tell them? Did your wife or did someone at school? Do you remember? Um, my oldest daughter says she found out when she was in third grade and mm. played along. I don't know how much I believe that, and I'll be honest with you: I don't really want to know. <laughs> nah. So my daughter's in third grade right now, and she still believes in Christmas magic, and mm-hmm. we still have the elf on the shelf. We Her did name the is elf. Sprite. She we comes did the in. Elf. In fact, uh, last night she was, uh, she got herself tangled up in the little pool switch on my son and daughter's ceiling fan in the room. And that's a fun one. Uh, that was fun. Although she looked a little bit like an exotic dancer this morning, upside down hanging. <laughs> See, you you had kids later than I did. Yeah. You got lucky when we had the elf. Mm-hmm. It did not. It, the, its hands weren't bendable, and they were sewed it, together. Oh, they still are. They're sewn together. They are sewn together. Yeah, that's not too bad, though. Her, her hands are sewn that. together. and They shouldn't be sewn together. No, I do agree with that. Or they should Velcro back together. Yeah, Yeah, if exactly. you're listening, if you may, and this, by the way, is the original. This is like an actual one from Santa's Workshop. This is not something from like a, so, so a Santa, Walmart. Santa. This is an original Elf on the Shelf uh, from Santa's Workshop. If you're and listening, it's got Santa the, Claus. Yeah, Santa, you got to do a little bit better, man. Some Velcro hands, some snap hands and feet. Also, what's up with not having any feet? That's a good question. You know, I thought about putting one of those uh, some Barbie slippers or boots on. Well, do you on know? Do you know what we did? We mm. had my 
mother-in-law put like little um, pipe cleaners and mm. stuff in him. That way he can do all the things that you see him do on the internet. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. we can hook you up. We can yeah. hook you up if you want. Well, maybe next year. We're yeah. uh, we only have a few more days of Elf on the Shelf. Does he do? Uh, does your elf do crazy elf things? Not really. No, yeah. a little bit. When she when she comes, she ends up in the um, candy bin in the pantry because mm-hmm. it's you know obviously Halloween was just around the corner and we've got so much candy left over. So she usually like nabs a couple Sprite out of our uh, spare refrigerator ours, and uh, uh, oh, eats yeah. the candy. Ours um, wrapped the toilet on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Uh, what else did it do? It put underwear all over the tree once. Mm. We used to cook the elf spaghetti and nice. syrup yeah. from the movie Elf. Yeah. They watch that movie and they're like, well, Buddy. that's what that's what Penny would Oh, like. no, no, that's Penny. Yeah. yeah Buddy, oh, the no, elf Buddy, was, uh, Buddy is Buddy the elf. Is, uh, no, no, Buddy's the one from Elf. Ours is, really? is named Penny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buddy is the elf from uh, Elf. No, but there's an Elf on the Shelf movie now, by the way. I thought that's what you're talking about. But the you're talking about the Chippy. That's, one and that's only, his name. The Chippy. real Elf. The real Elf. Uh, Will Ferrell's character. Yeah. He he likes syrup on spaghetti. So by that's the way, what quickly, uh, Dr. Seuss, the Grinch, got a favorite version of that. The original. The original. With Jim Carrey. No, or you no, mean no, before the that? Original, the, ori- uh, the cartoon version. Cartoon original, yeah. With the I, I, say, I like Jim Carrey's version. No, that's yeah. good. It but is good. But there's been two or three since then that are kind of cool. I, I think they're all pretty good. I, I yeah, lo- so talk I love about, that story. So talk about the big guy, man, the origin of the big guy. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he is Saint a, Nick. a Saint Nick was. He is the patron saint of children. Mm-hmm. He is the patron saint of the poor because he's a gift giver. Mm-hmm. And he's also the patron, the patron saint of those uh, at sea, really? of sailors. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, he was a bishop in Turkey in the 5th century. Okay, um, okay. So uh, he is he exists not mm-hmm. just in history, that's the historical St. Nicholas, but he exists all over the world as a symbol of love, goodwill, and care for children. He, uh, he exists as Sinterklaas yeah. in, um, in the Netherlands. Uh, Pierre Noel, Father Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. In uh, in France, he is Father Christmas in Great Britain, and he is uh, Santa Claus to us here in America. Now, has he always been fat and cherub like and and uh, white hair and the big yeah, red? No, costume? God, it depends. In uh, Australia, he uh, it looks very different, and he drives. Uh, <laughs> Boomers, eight white boomers. Is that right? Have you ever heard the song Eight White Boomers? I have not. Hop up on the slide. So up beside the bag of toys, little Joey hopped. But they hadn't gone far when Santa stopped. Unharnessed all the reindeer, and Joey wondered why. Then they heard a fire off booming in the sky. Boom, 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 boom. Six white Santa Claus through the blazing sun. I heard it. Eight snow white boomers. Eight snow white, white boomers, boomers. Snow okay. white boomers. Because uh, it depends on where Santa's from, right? What he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned some of the uh, characters that uh, play tricks on kids. Oh, or Krampus punish from kids. Austria. Krampus, yeah. Uh, yeah um, half goat, half man. Yeah. <laughs> you got Bell Snickel. And that's that's another thing. I mean, uh, this, the story of Santa, at least... The American version, Santa's always very, very nice, and yes, uh, a little, a little obsessive compulsive with the whole checking the list twice and making yeah, sure you're not making sure you're nice, not naughty. But what's the worst thing that could happen is he brings you coal, right? That's um, pretty but, bad. But if that's, everybody else but, gets I mean, a I'm gift, re- I've read some, uh, you know, 
got some stories surrounding these pagan celebrations, right? And we're talking about um, these alpine monsters, man. You know, Krampus is one of them, and there's many other versions that literally go around and abduct kids, eat kids. Um, and there are Christmas cards that are, I think they've made their way to America thanks to Pinterest and, and Etsy, but people still give these Christmas cards throughout Bavaria. I shouldn't say Bavaria. They still, you know, they give these Christmas cards throughout um, Europe. Sure. Yeah. And, you, and, it, and it features these devil-like goat men, right, with these, with these canes beating kids or— Candy you know, canes? Yeah, well, no, these are like— um, <laughs> Like, no, I know um, what you're talking yeah, about. Like, I know, like I know whipping, whipping canes, right? I know what you're talking about. Uh, some of the yeah. cards have ha some of the cards have these distressed-looking kids going in the the Krampus's satchel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I, I birch sticks they call them. Not I don't not, I don't think canes birch know, sticks. These characters never really catch on or have their own stories like the villains in yeah. in Walt Disney World. And the reason is simple: is they're there simply for contrast. Yeah, they're there. There's to so much evil in the world. We don't need our. Um, well, they're, 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 it's important to have them, mm -hmm. but I just for points of contrast and comparison yeah. to jolly old Saint Nick. Jolly old Saint Nick. Uh, are you going to be upset when your children stop believing in the magic? No, I think we'll have just as much fun, if not more fun, uh, when they stop believing in the magic. I think I'll do what you and, and your wife have been doing for the last probably five or so years is going on these destinations. Um, yeah, there's know, a Taking a cruise or going to another country or... Uh, we've done a little bit of that and the gift giving, and uh, I have to say, the gifts kind of all run together. I forget about most of them; they end up broken in the trash. And, you know, it won't take long. But thinking about, you know, gallivanting all over Europe or being on a cruise, some of which we've done over the holidays—Christmas, Thanksgiving—or uh, just going, you know, to Florida or Indiana and being with family, like we're going to do again this year, that stays with you. You know, well, you I remember that. You I remember. I'll be honest, and maybe and maybe this goes to to selfishness. Mm -hmm. um, before, when my kids believed, I think I enjoyed Christmas more, uh, and I remember every night staying up wrapping, and I yeah, remember yeah. everything they opened. Of course, um, but you're right. I think, and you know, maybe part of its age, they're going to remember our trips and mm -hmm. our experiences together more. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, yeah, because they, they cost more. Yeah, they cost <laughs> but, more. But I, I wanted to talk to you real quick about, I uh, just wanted to ask your opinion on why the lie. <laughs> your brother said don't lie. There's some yeah, controversy. Him, oh, he, said, I don't he said the lie, man. Talk but about why, the lie. Why? I, I, think well, there's all, a, I think there's immense benefit to it, but why psychologically do we have this figure and what value he's you said i, I think I, it has I like, to have I like some the value. contrast i like the contrast look the current republican democratic just the political machine is already doing enough to us right not to get too conspiratorial right but but life i think you listen to our conspiracy life, life sucks for a lot of people yeah and even 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 if you're not a conspiracy theorist even if you look on the bright side of things just day-to-day -day grinding it out sucks and so this is a time when not only can our kids, but but adults can sort of escape. And so maybe we rep promote this to sort of um, leave this reality and go into another place. Because, you know, it does suck going to work all year long. And, uh, again, it's just a way to sort of forget and uh, uh, become something else, go into a different place. That's that's. I mean, I like this idea of the contrast. Yeah. Well, I'll be very honest with you. I love the Santa myth. Yeah. I love the Santa myth. I love the idea 
of presenting to our children mm-hmm. a world where you can believe in something that you can't see. Um, well, and believe in good. And, believe and in good. But giving. But the goodness yeah, is goodness something. The goodness giving, in others yeah. is something that I can't mm-hmm. I can't show you. Yeah. And so we create this this archetype of goodness. Mm-hmm. And I think there's value to that. And that's the reason that the Santa myth endures mm-hmm. and will continue to endure. And it goes so far beyond, you know, the religion of the holiday. Right. And it also should and, and honestly, I don't want to criticize the religion too harsh, even though it's fun sometimes. But it really should also transcend the economic part of it. I actually think I hate that worse than the religious part of it. Yeah, like it, it, I agree with you. The the I, I feel like the religious part of it, it's nothing that sinister other than, you know, maybe some churches want to get more members. So they want to make their religion seem cool and fun. Uh, so they're going to take Christmas, adopt it. Um, but economists, politicians, our government, just just the society we live in here in the West in particular, using Christmas and other holidays for that matter to sort of gain uh, in some way to to get us to consume more, to get us to spend more, to increase tax revenue, to to make us feel better about living um, in the U.S. I don't know. I don't like that. It, I, it, I for will, me, it cheapens it. Too. I will take my respects where I can find them. And mm-hmm. I love the day, and I, I don't think that I'm being manipulated into loving the day. I think. Well, if you're buying turkey, season. you are. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel about that? Yeah. I, I believe that, you know, having a end-of-year period mm-hmm. where we're just grateful to be with each other. Fine. I love it. But the I pressure of going out and, like, finding the perfect gift, making sure you spend enough money, I making sure it's got the pressure. right— I love the Making pressure. sure it's got the right brand name. Look, as long as you're not buying jewelry for um, Valentine's Day and as long as you're not buying a goose for Christmas— then I would say you're okay. All right. So look, Christmas, um, what are you going to be doing? And, uh, you know, I, I answered, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Do you have one that is a must-watch during oh, the holiday season? Yeah, man, I, I like uh, Christmas Story. I think. Okay. And, uh, and then the child, the, the, the child uh, versions of Christmas, the childhood cartoons, Rudolph and Frosty and Baby New Year. I love all Love Actually? Stuff, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> nothing mature, uh, nothing uh, too adult. Just uh, yeah, uh, it's got to be whimsical and childlike, man. Yeah, yeah. That's the entire day. Yeah, absolutely. What other traditions are you looking forward to? Uh, I don't. I don't know that we have any specific traditions other than um, just trying to be thankful. Um, just trying to spend that day as a family. This year we'll be doing something a little different. We're going to Indiana, and maybe we can give our kids a little more Christmas magic in the form of that white powdery stuff. There I you don't go. think uh, I don't think they're ever going to see snow on Christmas if we stay here. But yeah, we're hoping, not. hoping a little dusting maybe in Indiana. They've already gotten some snow there, so we're kind of got our fingers crossed. For oh, some I snow. think that would be fun. I've never, yeah. I have never had a white Christmas. I think I have in South Carolina, believe it or not, but only one, and uh, maybe in Tennessee when I lived in Eastern Tennessee. Yeah, you can get but, some uh, there. But, Absolutely, but we're pretty certain that the chance of getting snow is going to increase precipitously if we go to Indiana for about a week. I'm so pretty we're, sure. We're, we're planning on being there until Christmas Day and then coming back home the day after and spending time here. So our kids will get Christmas um, in Indiana, and they'll get Christmas when they come back here. What about you? Anything you're looking forward to these last uh, days of the year? Yeah, I just, uh, you know, the moments, really nothing. Uh, there's nothing that 
we do really we did we did our early gardens already mm-hmm. but there's the moments where i can take a beat and reflect a little bit get in the hot tub with the kids mm-hmm. uh, i love listening to christmas carol in the car yeah. I, lo- I like going out shopping and it's busy and crazy and you know, yeah. I, I just enjoy. And do you drive around and look at Christmas lights or sure. any of that stuff? Sure, yeah, we yeah. do that. Do the we early do gardens thing? We already did the early. We did yeah. that. Um, but we're Yeah, you must be really well connected if you got one of those tickets this year. No, I just. Seems went. like every year they get harder and harder to get. Yeah, well, I, I was online at 9 o'clock when yeah. they were available. It was So I just purchased it. And right away, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It, you know, it, it's the same every year, mm-hmm. but I think that's kind of the point, isn't it? It's a tradition, right? Isn't we, that the we point? typically do it. Yeah, we, yeah. we typically do it. You got to grab a beer and grab some hot chocolate as you're walking through the little tent. I, I don't stand in that crazy do. line if Santa's there and um, sit with Santa. Yep, always, yeah. always. I, but you know, I went, I played deep when I was a father. Not that I'm not a father, but when I was a father of kids who believed, mm-hmm. I went to uh, a Santa. Before yeah. we got there, oh yeah, and I would show them a picture of my daughters. Yeah, like, look, my kids are coming here in five minutes. Nice. Their names are Meadow and Autumn. Awesome. And so Santa would be able to say he was in the Meadow note. Autumn. Like when they walked up, he That's was Meadow good. and Autumn. Oh my God, hello! I've been looking for you. Nice. Um, you know, we we had a voice adapter, so the elf would, you know make a phone call like i would go out to the store so it was basically your voice and then we'd adapt it and make it a little bit lower a little bit a little, <laughs> a lower. little bit lower right so it would more lower a little bit yeah, yeah. absolutely so it wasn't a baby elf it was right like or a, i would record. you want a juvenile elf recording. yeah so i would i would record messages and put on the chipmunk voice changer too yeah and i wasn't calling and yeah. they'd wake up and did penny leave a message oh yeah here's penny's message yeah um, i think you should sing uh that that alvin and the chipmunk song on our way out today i i Listen, Christmas I have to sing it every year. I already, I already sang it. I already sang it. Yeah, I think we'll play that one. We'll play you Nelson's version on the way out today. So well, look, man, we're wrapping up the entire year. Yeah. This is the 32nd episode of Put Him on the Couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're taking a little break. Actually, 31st. I think I miscounted. Okay, it's the 31st episode of Put Him on the Couch. Yeah. And we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back um, right after the holiday in two or three weeks and then do uh, our second season, start with New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But uh, as a wrap, man, what did you think of our first season of podcasting? Uh, it's fun. It's been a crazy learning curve. A lot of work. A um, lot of work. Um, I think the hardest thing has been, um, I thought the hardest thing was going to be editing. I think promoting it is the hardest work, just getting it in front of people's eyeballs. Yeah, if you um, want a Christmas present from us, forget cash, really. Just please share our podcast. Yeah, if you could share our podcast. That would again, be a great today, I'm, uh, later tonight, I'm going to, Pick the winner for our um, giveaway. I've got a put them on the couch hoodie, put them on the couch coffee mug, some put them on the couch stickers, and heck, you might even win them all if you're the only person that enters. But so far, we've got zero entries. No one has shared anything I've asked them to share. <laughs> all I need you to do, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to, to listen. Win. It's just <laughs> click share. share, and then I'll know you shared it, and I'd put you in the drawing. But Apparently, people don't drink coffee, or they don't. They don't want people seeing them drinking out of a mug that says "Put them on the couch." Favorite episode for the first year? Oh, by far, my favorite episode has been uh, the one we just did on conspiracy theories. Yeah, I liked that one. Um, I also like the afterlife, and I like the Freud one, the very first one. Freud it's, was good. It's still pretty much the most popular of all of them. So, well, Freud's yeah. a popular dude. Yeah. Man. Well, in addition to shares and likes, I would really appreciate any feedback with regards to topics. 
shows that you guys like for the first year. Things you don't like that things we do. Things you don't like. Maybe our music. Please or don't our, ask me to change the uh, voice. The chipmunk adapter. Uh, we on can my do voice. that. We can give him a bigger <laughs> bottom, ladies and gentlemen. I've got two pretty good microphones and a wonderful uh, audio interface. Well, that uh, I, don't I can, know if I it can, can plus me up that high. I think we can plus you up a little bit. Well, we need to bring you down. No, I we don't want to do that. We need to bring you down, Mr. I want to stay Barry White. I want to stay Barry White. Got to bring you up. All right, we'll try that. Yeah. Um, my favorite for the year, uh, I you know, as a historian, I probably liked Hitler a lot. Yeah. Uh, I thought our episode on sex was great. Yeah. And, and you probably um, liked that one about cystic fibrosis with Mr. Brennan. I oh, liked wait, you weren't in it. You, you weren't in that one. I liked all. <laughs> I thought I he was going to say Bob's. like one he wasn't in. I liked all of our friend. No, Bob's. it was great as well. Uh, yeah, if you pray for uh, for Bob, or if you pray, or you know, please pray pray for our friend. But if if you don't, just give him some well wishes. Yeah, uh, and again, we, we certainly hope he's doing well. We like the feedback. We don't mind passing it on. Uh, put him on the couch mm -hmm. at gmail .com, or again, just reach out to him if you have anything that you'd like to say to him. So what do you say then? Uh, New Year's resolutions when we get back, and then uh, Taylor Swift, Times Person of the Year. Yeah, we got Taylor Swift. We've got procrastination. We've got luck. Wait, well, we, let's just uh, we we can wait on procrastination. Yeah, but we've got <laughs> luck, uh, suicide. We got a bunch of different things. Uh, maybe some smart technology. I got to do a psychotherapy one too. I've got one in the can, but I need to. Add some stuff to that so we can bring that I think out we're also well. putting AI on the couch next year. Yeah, probably smart technology, AI. And uh, maybe sports. Yeah, yeah maybe, might do another uh, one on sports. Yeah, put them on the couch, put them on the court. You got to get cats in there too. Man, so yeah. much. Got so much. All right, guys. Well, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Nelson, thank you for doing this uh, this little uh, endeavor with me. And, thank uh, you. And Merry Christmas, Jason. Merry Christmas to you. See you back here next year, man. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin!